0: the momentary discomfort of what's occurring in our lives right now what we really miss is the bigger picture is that god divinity spirit call whatever you will universe is attempting to try to help you reset your foundation kind of all the time
1: welcome to the personal development without the fluff podcast brought to you by satori prime look if you believe that there's gotta be more to life or you find yourself zagging when others are zigging, this podcast is most likely for you. We're not here to fix you because in our opinion, you're already perfect. We are here to help you remember who you truly are. That light inside of you that you thought you lost forever, I think you know the one I'm talking about, right? That one. We're brash and blunt and give it to you straight. You'll most likely love us and hate us at the same time. And for us, that's perfect because what we are here to do is open your heart and expand your mind so you can live your ultimate life. And if you're wanting more support at any time or just want to interact with Guy and I, find our Personal Development Without the Fluff group on Facebook and come hang out with us and other like-minded, amazing human beings. So if you're done with fantasizing about your life and you're ready to go start living it, welcome to our show. Now let's get started. Now, I've recently gone into iTunes and actually read some of the incredible reviews that some of you have left. And I figured it'd be an amazing way to start each podcast. And if you hear your name and your review being read, if you reach out to me at elon at satoriprime.com, I will send you a very personal and wonderful gift. So today, I'm going to start with uh, oldie but a goodie by Sean Thomas P., who wrote, as I started to type what I wanted to say, I immediately got goosebumps and they are still here as I continue. There are really no words that truly describe how much Guy has changed my life. The authenticity, the passion, the craving that these men have for people to become the best versions of themselves is astonishing. I am forever grateful for the universe to put these two humans together and from the bottom of my heart, love these two like my own family. Thanks for all you do. And all the sacrifices you both make to making the world a better place. So thank you so much for that Sean Thomas P. and if you reach out to elon at com, I will send you a personal gift. And now to the show. Yeah, so um, we're not going to get like too much into the specifics of, of what we got to experience, but um, Guy and I have recently come back from the jungles and the Garden of Eden in Colombia. Uh, Danny and Joe were actually with us at the Not event. Tough for me to say
0: that I'm back from that experience. I'll let you know when I return.
1: To- yeah, exactly. So that's kind of what we want to talk about today and make it a little more global because I think there's a few things that, that tend to happen when you come back from such a big life altering experience whether it's a seminar or retreat uh you know any anything of the sort and then you kind of come back into uh real life quote unquote and what happens then you know how are people interacting with you how are you interacting with people and guy and i were just talking about some of the experiences that we've been having uh and we got back what 12 12 days ago or something so like almost two weeks ago um is when we left Colombia and like I said in the beginning still very much feeling like the, the the soul left the body and is just like coming back at a very very slow pace but uh, with it came a lot of different uh, experiences that have been similar to us and I think some of the other people that have gone through as well so if I don't know if Joe's still gonna stay on but if Danny or Joe, you guys want to chime in, would love to hear from you, even though I know we're going to be doing our call with the group tomorrow. But yeah, bro, why don't you start by kind of like sharing what what your experience, because I know we, we had very similar things happening to us.
0: So, man, um, I've lost count over how many of these type of ceremonies I've done. If you don't know what kind of ceremonies we're, we're talking about, um, these are specifically ayahuasca ceremonies, but I've been very privileged to work with a lot of different um, plants and spirits. And we've done. Uh, we also a few of us experienced combo out there, which was honestly like now I'm pretty profound. That I like kind of feel back into it. I know Elon had a <laughs> different experience, <laughs> I a different you. take, uh, different take on it this time. Yeah, not not Elon's cup of tea. Uh, not Elon's cup of ayahuasca. So um, you know, look with. It's interesting because you, you, I think something people ask me now is like, why do, you, why do I continue doing the work, right? Because especially if you've never done plant medicine work, they find it to be like a substance. So they associate that with a drug. So when you say medicine, they don't quite hear medicine. They still hear a drug. And when because of that, the that association, they think that you're going back and you're like chasing something, like chasing a feeling, chasing a sensation. And if I'm being perfectly honest, there was a period of time where there was some truth to that in terms of what I was really chasing was, was peace um, a lot of the times. Today, I don't feel like that's quite as readily true. And to be perfectly honest, last year when we came uh, back from our Colombian experience, I had kind of felt like I've, I had reached the end of my road with this plant um, specifically. And I was like, okay, well, I, I, you know I think I've seen what I've needed to see after about, you know, 60 some odd experiences. And then this year we went down and, um, it was probably the most challenging and the most beautiful experiences I've had to date and kind of rekindled my love for the work. A lot of that has to do with the fact that we're always evolving. If you're, you know what, I mean, everyone's always evolving, but some of us are just paying more close attention to the finer details of, of that evolution um, Elon and mine, our work has changed tremendously. Even our personal clients from a year ago wouldn't really recognize much of the work that we do with our clients today. Um, and because of that, it provides a different container, different energy, different atmosphere to do the medicine in. And I think that's what kind of happened to me. For me, I'm going to speak like I was going to say the reality, but it's like my reality uh-huh. is um, coming home. Coming home has been uh, interesting. Um, you know, you leave and you experience like frequencies of love and connection Um, divinity in in ways that are hard to describe for people who haven't reached uh, or attained certain levels. And certainly you can do this through breath work, through long periods of meditation, through a lot of different facets. But again, most of us are not making time in our lives to spiritually activate ourselves. Ayahuasca is a great Certainly not a shortcut, but let's call it a map to these experiences um, to enable us to experience certain states of awarenesses that are just not most people are just don't know how to reach right now. Um, And because of that, you come back and you really don't know where you're going to be, and you might be in a state of total bliss and love Um, this time. And and I've been in those experiences where you come home and you feel more connected and divinely, you know, divinely uh, contracted and led by things. And this time has actually been that's kind of been hanging out in the background. It's like, not like I love, I've lost sight of that. What I feel this time is like my system is so wide open that I'm actually um, getting triggered very easily. So, um, you know, like things I would normally not really register or cause pain in my like pain body, so to speak, um, are, are, are triggering me and making me feel sad. Uh, a lot of things that I actually experienced through um, my, my early teenagers, like those kind of energies have been arising. And so it's like, you know, like, like feeling, uh, being short with people or getting easily agitated or feeling like something that somebody's saying is like hurting my feelings or something like that. And that's actually been going on for about two weeks now at the same time, when I've been like coaching and opening my mouth, like what's coming through me has been like straight channeled experiences. Uh, like I did a call for one of our organizations that we work with and it was just like so in flow and so beautiful and so incredible. Uh, and I felt the same way about all my um, like my coaching calls last week. So it's been this really interesting dichotomy because part of it is like, you know, when energy is moving through the system, it means that somatically it's still trapped in the system, and now maybe the medicine's giving you access to like a deeper part. So there's these kind of like uncomfortable energies that that arise, and I think that's true whether you're doing medicine work or anything else. If you're opening, if you're asking, if you're intentions are about healing and coming back to homeostasis, like naturally stuff is going to arise in the system that creates discomfort because what was trapped is, you know, becoming untrapped and, and be arising sick. in the system. So, um, what's been interesting is, you know, like usually when that stuff arises, there's a lot of shame that goes along with it. It's like, Oh, I'm I'm hurt. Okay. I know that I'm not supposed to be hurt. They're not really trying to hurt me. And there's like all this shame stuff. And, and that's been overall fairly minimized, you know, certainly there's a human aspect that's like, Hey, are we still doing this again? Why is this happening again? Can we move through this quicker this time? Um, all that stuff is there. Um, but there has been, um, compassion and there's this really important lesson that I know seems maybe trivial and really obvious, but for whatever reason during the medicine experience, it came through like a, in a new type of energy, which was to meet everything with a loving embrace. There was just this real clear energy of like, just meeting life, meeting circumstances, meeting really myself, meeting the energy within my body, meeting food, meeting like everything mm-hmm. that you can imagine. Just meet it with a loving embrace. And what it kept showing me is like, notice how different things occur when you meet it with a loving embrace. It doesn't matter if it's painful. It doesn't matter if it's uncomfortable. It doesn't matter if you love it. Just like meet it with a loving embrace. Hold it in that container. And I kept getting these experiences of what that felt like. So um, it, it's constantly been like this um uh, duality of like human mind what it wants and then like spiritual mind which is like loving embrace loving embrace yeah yeah, love, yeah. Embrace, loving embrace and it, and it really hasn't been comfortable it hasn't been comfortable for me for about a week and a half uh, which is about as long as we've been no well, two weeks since we've been back um and that's just what's up so, so that's kind of what's been moving through the system and then uh i talked to elon this morning and i was like How, how's it been he he was in uh Florida right after. So you didn't really get home and he just shared and it was like the identical experience of just like, you know, you know, things showing up like this. So I'll let you kind of talk about yours.
1: Yeah. So I just want to give a couple of things, some names and, and uh, make this a little bit more general than, than just medicine. Cause obviously like the thing with medicine is uh, you kind of, it's like having 20 to a hundred lifetimes, you experience like decades and lineages and then you get back into this reality and you're like, wait, you guys all just went to work for a week. Like it just, it, you yeah, that's it so much right. that, that it, it kind of shocks you. But I think there's a couple of things that always happen when you go out and have a big kind of spiritually awakening experience. We had a very similar thing. If you think about it, when we first did landmark uh, and first came out also, it was like, it's very, it's disorienting in the best possible way and yeah. it's disorienting, you know, and, now we have a lot more technology and a lot more tools and a lot more understanding of how to integrate. Whereas before, like when we came out of Landmark, it was just like, what the fuck is happening, you know? Um, so I think there's a couple of things at play here, at least for me that, that showed up. And I think for you is probably similar. One is I think there's some expectations. Uh, there's some expectations that you walk out with of how you're going to be received in the outside world, how you're going to show up in the outside world. And then there's also expectations of others of you. So there's the expectations we put on ourselves and we put on others and there's the expectations that others put on us. Um, so that's one that I want to talk about. And then the other one that I want to talk about is people's commentary and how we take it to heart. Mm. So, You know, you, you, you have a, a big experience, whatever that big experience is. And, and you experience like for me, that that week in the jungle was just experiencing the most love and most peace I've ever experienced ever like it it was just Mm. it it was just such a profound feeling I almost feel like I got access to a new frequency that I just didn't know existed that's how it felt Mm -hmm. and then you come out and you're like oh my god I'm gonna be this like beaming light of just love and peace and everywhere I'm gonna walk like you know birds are just gonna start chirping and everyone's gonna be like ah you know, it's just going to be this like amazing thing that I get to walk around in. And I know that sounds silly, but like at the back of part of my brain was like, wow, I'm going to go out. I'm just going to just alter the way people are around me. And you come back and my wife and my kids meet me in Florida. Well, this is, this is the irony of the whole thing. I came back to Miami and the day that I come back, I hung out with my mom in the morning. We hung out through the day. And then in the middle of the night, I woke up with a stomach bug. So for the next 24 hours, I was literally laid up in bed, just like so weak in the bathroom every like hour or two, just feeling horrible. And I'm like, this is not supposed to happen. (laughs) Uh, So that's how, (laughs) this is not what you promised me. (laughs) That's kind of how I started like my, my journey back. And then obviously, that's funny. Then my wife and kids came and. So, and I just noticed that I was getting triggered, like Guy said, by little things and, and things were setting me off and normally wouldn't. And I was being short with people and I would communicate things to people thinking that they, that I communicated something they heard something else and it would frustrate the shit out of me. And i was like, why don't you understand me? Why do I have to keep repeating myself? Like all these like very, very old, I don't want to say childish, but like very old patterns mm-hmm. uh, kept resurfacing. And then on top of it, and I'm sure you guys have all experienced this, no matter what you've done, whether you've read a book or watched a video, worked with a coach or did a retreat, where you – where the people around you are like, oh, you know, you do all this work and you're supposed to be this enlightened being and now you're just pissy about all these things. And they say it in a much different way than I said it, but like it hurts your ego. You know, your your, your feelings get hurt. You're like, what the fuck? I'm still human. Yeah. I just, cause I had this thing doesn't make me like
0: transcended. You
1: know, yeah. So I think there's just a lot of these things at play. And then you combine all of those things in this kind of soup, if you will. And you almost get to a point where you just start questioning and you just start questioning, like, was this real? Was it worth, was it, worth it? it? Did mm-hmm. I actually have the experience that I had? Maybe this made me worse than I was before. And you start really like, I mean, not that I listen to any of that stuff or give any of that stuff weight, but I can tell you, like, it was all there. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when when Fanny says something like, how did she say it? Something along the lines of, every time you go to Columbia, like before, you've come back, you've been this beautiful, peaceful, da, da, da. This time you come back, you're even more irritated than you were when you left. And, And I'm like... Fuck you, woman. I didn't say that out loud. But in my head, that's what I was thinking. And yeah, it definitely makes you question. So I just kept coming back to especially with with this type of medicine, I just kept coming back to the part like it takes a while you you, you've basically like blown out the system so far out there. And the old is out there and the new is out there. And it's all just kind of like feeling like it's starting to reform again in a way. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that, that expectation of like, oh, I should be this way. And because I was this way in the garden, like this is how I should be operating. I just caught myself a lot of the times going like, no, this is just my process. And what happened was very much real. It's just, it takes a little while to kind of all of it to come back and, and settle in quote unquote. So yeah, I think expectations have a huge role in how we operate, and I also think that that part of listening to others, either expectations of us or you know their opinions of us, can can
0: really really detract us. Yeah, I mean, feedback is important. I, I, I like to think of it like, and this is true for any big spiritual experience, uh, like tilling the soil. You know, you're you're overturning the soil. You want to add nutrients back into the soil. Mm-hmm but like any soil, right? Like everything in the ground um, captures CO2, for instance, right? Like the soil captures CO2. So if you till soil, you're essentially releasing CO2 back into the atmosphere. And it's kind of like that, right? Because it's like what what is now trapped in the bedrock suddenly is exposed again. And I think that's what gets touched. Like I always find it. you know, it feels to me like all the wiring is loose again because these kind of experiences, it's like you're unplugging everything, Right. And you can kind of look, okay, so cool. There's this new energy, everything is unplugged and I can take that plug and put it back in where it belonged again. And I think that's where the shame comes from. Right. Cause it's like, I don't want that response. Like I did, I did this work to not to heal that response, not to have that response. And yet here's the response even stronger. So it's almost like it gets highlighted. And I think that's where the system gets triggered. And, and part of it is even allowing for that. Right. Because it's like, maybe that energy needs to come through again. And it gets to be seen in a new way. Cause it's the old is like, it's happening, and I respond to it the way that I always have. So, right, it's like I respond to it with shame or guilt or whatever it might be, or anger, or, you know, sadness, whatever it might be. And it's like, well, cool, that gets to be there, and, and that's kind of what makes it move through. But it, but you are, or say, and you are shaking your foundation so uh, so strongly that it, you know, for me, it has felt like I haven't been grounded. Some people are like, welcome back. I'm like, I'll let you know when I've landed because <laughs> – my feet haven't touched the ground yet and I don't quite feel like myself. And that's not a bad thing. I'm I'm rediscovering who I am with the new soil that I've tilled. And there's a lot of nutrients in there and I'm not in a rush to go and build the same house that I've already had on top of that soil. Sure. I'm interested in what, what, what comes through now. Um, so there, there is like airing on the side of patience with oneself. Uh, I will say this um I, I get it right. Like, you know, with, with fan, um, I've been doing that and like having really un like what feels like unnecessary responses around my relationship with Mandy. And usually where there's so much ease, it's been like, you know, resistance and other things that have shown up. And I'm, I'm, I'm very happy man is in a place that she can like watch me go through it. And not get too involved with what's happening. She like realizes it's not, not her. And I'm, and I reiterate that all the time that it's like, you know, whatever's showing up right now. I'm not like, there really is no blame in my system about what's happening, but it's, highlighting the fucking out of so many things in my system right now that are like get to be seen um and plus we're doing roughing on top of everything it's like sometimes you forget all the things you're doing and there's a lot of energy moving through the system and it just feels you know like like a big shake up so it is what it is and then you know just related to life that that's kind of true for life all the time right even sometimes you choose into the experiences that till the soil sometimes the experiences are just fucking tilling the soil Um, and life comes through and it's financial issues or it's health issues or it's relational issues. And, and, and that's the thing. It's like, if we get stuck on the momentary discomfort of what's occurring in our lives right now, what we really miss is the bigger picture is that God, divinity, spirit, call whatever you will, universe is attempting to try to help you reset your foundation kind of all the time. Um, humans are, if we are addicted to something is creating structure and structures work for a period of time. And then as we evolve, the structure stops having any validity. And part of what being a fluid human is, in my personal opinion, is learning to destroy structure and and allow for life and divinity and all that stuff. Is like rebuild it and then see what life looks like from that structure and then break that structure and keep going. Um, I often make the analogy of like laws, and democracy and stuff like this really don't work very well for us because we take old structures and we they have been worked for a long time and instead of letting the structure die we keep trying to like prop up other structures underneath it and it just makes a weaker and weaker foundation so this is kind of true for for us as well if we keep trying to prop up old structures with new structures it really doesn't work so it's like part of that is yeah is, is allowing yourself to be in the discomfort having patience and grace realizing that you are still a three-year-old child that's stumbling through the dark, learning to walk and talk for the first time. And that energy really never leaves you. And if you can kind of, uh, kind of like I said before is embrace that with a loving embrace with seeing the perfection in it, then I I do feel like it moves through in a more fluid fashion and you start getting to see what's going on. Like I keep telling myself, I'm like, this is what upgrades feel like. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I, I, I I wish they didn't feel like that, but I'm like, this is just the system upgrading itself and You know, if you're up, even upgrading software, you're not like, it doesn't instantly happen. You watch your phone upgrade for a while. You watch your operating system upgrade for a while. And yeah, you want to be like, hey, hurry up. Like, I want to see what the new system has to offer already. And that part can be uncomfortable, right? Like even in the smallest way. And, and that's kind of how we are also.
1: Hi there, my friend. I just wanted to take a quick minute here in case some of you skip these intros on the shows and let you know about our amazing community that's changing people's lives all over the world. It's called The Collective. And if you're thinking, I don't know if this is worth my investment, I thought I'd share just what some of our members have been saying. Take a listen to these reviews. Something about being around you and Guy is magic. I grow more when I'm a part of your tribe. The conversations around love have changed me more than I'm sure I'm even aware of. I ask for answers, and half the time, I don't even know what I'm asking for. And then always, the perfect thing shows up. I've never felt so free. Another writes, Growing stronger and more independent every day, full of self-belief, living in the now and I am love. I do feel free because I've released what was, surrendered to what is, and I'm excited as to what will be. And lastly, one of the best decisions I've made in a long time was the one I made roughly two weeks ago to begin meditating and connecting with Elon and Guy Ferdman of Satori Prime in their collective. So... If you'd like this podcast and this form of education, I am sure that you will absolutely love The Collective. And the best part is we're offering a 14-day free trial for you to just come and check it out. You really have nothing to lose. Once the trial is done, check this out. Your investment is just $9 a month. I mean, that's less than one of those fancy cups of coffee or a glass of wine or beer. So if you head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now, and invest in yourself or are you not worth the nine dollar investment look you can lock this price in right now before we realize it's way too low and crazy and change our minds and bump it up again head over to Satoriprime.com forward slash collective and lock your price in at just nine dollars a month we look forward to seeing you on our next collective training now on with the show It's interesting, Guy and I, uh, I I know for you guys, it's probably fun to listen to and and thank you for for the acknowledgments. But Guy and I obviously use these things to talk and and like work work ourselves through the process. So if you guys have listened to our podcast at all, you'd know like some of the shows are, uh, like Candice was saying, very raw and very real because this is basically our way to just also kind of talk this through. And, you know, as you're talking, I'm listening, I'm going, you know, it's so interesting that that piece of like love grace patience the thing that's been upsetting me the most right is i'm saying something to someone yeah i my thinking or like the perception is i said x and the person heard x minus whatever right but in my head i'm like i said this and they heard that minus Whatever this set of words. Then I get pissed because I have to like say it over and over and over again. And I feel like I'm talking to an idiot and blah blah blah. And what I realize as I'm as you were talking is that we can't give to others. Remember, there's there's that there's this amazing little um statue which I love in the garden, and it's uh it's a hands holding themselves like this in a in a bowl, and water is dripping in, and when the this part is filled then the water just trickles down the fingers into like a much larger pool. And I was just thinking, it's funny that the thing that I'm lacking in giving to others, which is love, patience, and grace, is the thing that I've been lacking to give to myself. So it's like, how do you give that to someone until you give it to yourself? And having the experiences that we're having as an opportunity to provide love, patience, and grace to myself uh, such that, that overflows. And then I get to give that to others. Um, and with all the, <laughs> the love and peace and all that stuff that I experience, it's like, okay, great. Now you can come into the real world. And it's like, okay, hey, you want to experience this, you want to beam this out to people, which I do. It's like, here's how this gets to happen. And you first have to like integrate this frequency into yourself here. And then once that overflows, then we get to give it to others. So it's almost like everything that's been showing up, is really just this opportunity to practice that for myself first. Um, Because now as as we're talking, I'm like, I haven't, I haven't been loving and graceful and patient with myself. I've been into this, like, kind of like beating myself up going. Get your shit together. Yeah. Like you, you, you have enough tools and you know better than this and like, (laughs) <laughs> why are you these reactions with your wife? And why are you short with your kids? And sure. why are you like tired? And and all of these I'm I'm literally making myself wrong for all of these things. And then on top of it, you know, like someone says something to me to validate the thing that
0: I'm already beating myself up for. And I'm just like, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't yep. you don't need to beat me up too. It it's my experience I was going to say I find that so you know like pattern is pattern right I don't care how evolved you are when you're in pattern you're in pattern and when you're in pattern it's like walking through fog you can't see two feet in front of you so what I was going to say what's fascinating about um, dropping back into pattern because it really is like the last thing I expected coming home was to like medicine to drop me into pattern it's like all right cool you want to evolve like here you go, <laughs> like get in the get in the thick again. I'm like, I've already done the work. I came home and enjoy myself. I just want to relax. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny, right? And then you know what I find hilarious even more so. It's like you know when you're in a really high state, uh, aligned stability, call whatever you will, neutrality. Doing spiritual practice seems easy. Like I'll take all the time in the world with my meditations. I've been doing Yin Yoga. Thank you for the introduction. Uh, since I got home, I absolutely love it. Uh, really deep meditation, super slow, easy, beautiful practice. And funny enough, um, Mandy started um, studying herbal medicine. She's going through like a two year class. So it's all yin, yin and yang from, uh, energy. So this is like Pita Kapha type of thing, like in yeah. Ayurvedic. So I'm yang, she's yin, right? So it's like you, so yin practice for a yang person. And I've always known that like people have told me for years, you should be doing yin yoga, you should be doing yin practices. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. But the, the irony is, it's like you're in pattern. And it's like the hardest thing. Cause I, I know it like, so clearly I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm telling myself, I'm like, brother, you get to sit in silence right now. I'm like, there's just energy that needs to move through the system. And like the amount of resistance that shows up to sitting quietly Oof. and how it wants, how it wants to start resolving itself from old patterning. Like I had, I, I had two beers this weekend, right. Which is like, a lot of alcohol for me considering i I barely ever drink anymore and we had like some wine on friday and it was like so funny it's like oh here's these old things showing up right to do i like ice cream i kind of like let myself do all the things um and and apparently i did it because i'm like i'm gonna let it i'm gonna i'm not gonna override my system i'm not gonna manage myself i'm not gonna make myself feel wrong or bad or any of the things i'm just like Cool. Like there's some other layers that get to be seen right now. And and today was really the first day I woke up and I I feel like somewhat stabilized, you know, like it has been a little bit airy for me. And like I feel much more in my core today and my energy is flowing nicely and I'm not uh, I don't feel irritated by things. I'm not in a rush to get to anything. So, you know, this weekend was kind of just allowing myself to sit in it without trying to resolve anything or fix anything really at all. Um, and I did take some quiet moments for myself. Um, but it was, as always very interesting to watch. And, and I think more and more with, with medicine, with spiritual work in general, I find I'm just like the tiredness is just the misman, like, like just constantly trying to manage the system, especially when it's in this little shitty pissed off child mode, um, you know, and, and, and try to manage it. I, I think what's, what's important Is to let the people around you know Mm. that this is kind of what's in the system right now. Because like for me, like I had to tell Manny like a bunch of times. I'm like, look, whatever's showing up right now, there's literally not a conversation in my head of of blaming you for anything that's arising. Like, but there's a lot happening right now that, that is well beyond my control. I can try to wrangle it in, if that would make a difference for you. I'm like, it doesn't. That doesn't feel healthy for me. I'm like, you know, so if that's what was important, I can go away for a day, whatever. I'm like, but I, I, it just needs to come through right now. And that's what's so. And I just took would take responsibility for every time and, you know, name, name shame if it came up even. Um, and just really just at least invite her into the experience so that she didn't feel like, whoa, what's happening over there? Um, yeah. And that, that that was very healthy and I think helpful and today feels much better. Yeah, I definitely did not do that. And I think uh, Fanny definitely at times took something very personally.
1: So it's, it's a really good reminder to just name it and be like, look, I know I'm being short, which I acknowledge. I was like, look, I, sure. I'm overly sensitive. I don't know why I'm being this reactive. Um, and, and I told her, I was like, it doesn't help obviously hearing from you, like, you know, you're, you're this, you're that. I was like, I, I recognize it, but I definitely, I think adding that piece of like, look, it's, it's not you, it's nothing that you're doing or not doing. It's not for you to take personally um, and just leave it at that, which.
0: I think you would have, I think it would have also helped for you to uh, hear those communications. Had that been communicated, had you set the container of like, Hey, I'm going through an experience. I'm allowing for it. I'm inviting it in. It's moving through. I know this isn't going to be here forever. It's like, you know, it's going to be here for whatever it is. And then it's like, you know, you get some feedback, Yes, maybe there's shame and stuff that shows up in the system and a little bit of hurt. And look, that that gets to be loved, too. But if it's like, hey, I'm being shitty, telling me that I'm shitty, how dare you tell me that I'm shitty, even though I know I'm being shitty, it it actually confuses the system even more. So at least, you know, um, you could say, or, you know, thank you for telling me and I do, you know, like the reflection obviously needs to be seen, too. Um, Here's what would help me that reflection better, you know, so I'm not... Shaming my system while it's happening. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I also uh, I came home. It's so this is just really, really funny. Um, for all of March and April, basically the entire time since till we got back. Um, I had a few beers in Florida, but like one here, one there, nothing crazy but I've been like daydreaming about this one beer that I have in my fridge. Like the entire time I was like, just like even in March, I was like, I just want this beer. Like, it's so good. I just want this beer. That's funny. So so, yeah, it's really funny. Cause I don't, I mean, I can't think of any time that I've had like a craving for a beer and it's just like constantly been nagging me like drink this beer. Um, so this weekend I got to have the two beers that I've been like dreaming about. Um, and I have to tell you, it
0: felt
1: so, it felt so good. I was like, I was like, yep, just as good as I remembered it. Like, it was like so perfect. And then um, I woke up the next day. I was definitely like a little slower to wake up the next day. But I have to say, I don't know if it was the beer or whatnot, but like that next day was the first day. I actually felt like somewhat... Grounded in my body. Now, granted, it was like the first night I slept in my bed, and it was the first yeah. night we were here. So there's like a lot of other factors, um, but it definitely it, it, it's today. I woke up. I was great. I went to uh, to the store, and this is how I know like everything's kind of like you know in line, and the frequency is there, and all that stuff. I uh, I go to the store, and the market for the store was closed, and they have like a uh, kombucha on draft, which I really wanted to try. So I brought like the growler. growler and I go in there and it's closed and I'm talking to the guy at the, the other part of the store and I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize it was closed. I came here to, uh, I really wanted to try that kombucha, blah, blah, blah. And the store owner just happened to like walk, walk out. And she's like, Oh, I can go open the store for you. You can go grab it. And I was like, sweet. Right? Yeah, And then she's like, by the way. And back. Yeah. And then she goes, By the way, did you drive here? And I'm like, Yeah. She's like, You need to run outside because the guy's about to give you your car a ticket. So she like ran outside with oh, me, wow. showed me how to get free parking for 15 minutes by, by pushing something, and told the cop that I had just run in to get change from her. Like on her own. I didn't ask her to do anything. And I was like, sweet. And we're yeah, super back. sweet. <laughs>
0: Then we're back.
1: Yeah. So really nice. Yeah. I, I I really, I think the the piece here that is really, really worth taking in is um, to give up that transformation looks a certain way and takes a certain bit of time. Cause I know like people that go through our masterclass, which is a, a, a hundred day, you know, like very intensive life transformational program. Also it's like, just because you've had a insight or a ha-ha moment doesn't mean that transformation is sticking. That might be like the catalyst to start something, but then you go and you have a conversation with someone expecting that, well, now that I've seen this and shifted this, like it's all gonna be great now. And then they like say something and it just feels like someone hit you with a bat in the face and you're just Mm -hmm. disheartened when in essence, there's nothing to be disheartened about. Like you've started the reprogramming process it just doesn't always look the way you want it to look very much like the lessons that you want to receive. You'll say like, Hey, I want to create more money, right? It's not like money just starts pouring into your bank account. It's what kind of shows up is like all the ways you suck around money. Or if you want, you know, to meet your soulmate, they just don't like the doorbell doesn't ring. And they're like, Oh, you called, you know, it's like, all the shit that you have about yeah. relationships and things that you haven't dealt with, that's what starts really coming to the surface. And then people get upset and it's like, well, I didn't want to deal with this, but but you kind of did because didn't you ask for a breakthrough in that? Like, hey, the world provides well, Here you. it is. So yeah. yeah, I just think it's a great reminder that no matter where you are in life right now and no matter how it's looking, and no matter how much you're beating yourself up to just remember, this is kind of what life looks like when it's working for you. Um, and then just to,
0: I, I, I try to always remember. Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, just remember love, peace and
0: grace. I, I just try to remember, um, that the, the smartest part of me, my, my higher soul, which suddenly fundamentally, I started shifting a little bit my understanding around soul, but I won't get into all that cause that's a whole different dissertation. Um, that it, it saw the view of all the experiences I'm going to have to go through. So whatever I'm, I'm experiencing, was literally chosen by the higher aspects of me, right? And and here are the lower aspects of me dealing with what the higher aspects of me chose for me to experience so that I can achieve higher aspects of me. So I might as well honor that part of myself that chose this experience and and knew that this was important for me, the, the part of me that's free of time the part of me that doesn't live in the linear fashion, the part of me that's more closely in, and connected to the divine that understands how light works and all these different aspects that the mind literally cannot imagine, you know, which is part of why doing plant medicine is so um, viscerally, I think important for a lot of people. It's because it goes beyond what the mind can imagine. And we're always better for when we can expand that, I think as, as a species in general. Um, so, that that part, it's if you know, if I'm not embracing, if I'm not being patient, if I'm not um, graceful with this stuff, then part of me feels like I'm dishonoring the highest parts of myself, and that they're they're like, hey, look, we you can you can do that, right? Because that part's gonna love you nonetheless. It, it doesn't it doesn't have an opinion on, on how you show up. It's like, hey, look, uh, we're gonna send you the lesson. We're gonna see how you do with it. <laughs> And if you go through it, then we're cool and like, you know, we'll move on to the next next level, so to speak. But if not, then we got to like bring it in again in some other way. So, you know, you could be the child and you can stumble and you can fall and you can get up and you can kick and scream and you could do all the things and show up exactly how you want it to show up. And we're going to have to do it again. <laughs> like, so <laughs> you might as well, you know, you might as well embrace the now. And I think that's really what it all Yeah, that's what you really got to come back to is like this, this embrace of the now and and you know, something I I, I really, really, really try to remind myself now as these things are happening, uh, you know, like in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I'm like, man, things in my life have never been better. And yet there seems to be this like, you know, pervasive upset that's just kind of like hanging around. Mm -hmm. So I it's like, looking around like really look around like look around your room look around your life think about your energy think about your health and be like is anything really wrong right now no am i safe right now yeah i'm super safe right now and and the system yet is responding as if there's some fight or flight response happening so to remind the system in that moment um that safety is here um that you're so good you know, there, there is a divine connection happening all the time that there is support available for you, whether you need to ask for it or feel it energetically. And if you just kind of start reintroducing those things into the process, then whatever you're going through can be met again, with a lot more loving with a lot more presence uh, while it's happening. And, and your opinion of whether you like it or not truly does not matter. You know, like when you have a headache, it doesn't matter whether you like it or not. There's a fucking headache, right? And it's uncomfortable. Um, if you got a, re- if you're broken bone, it doesn't matter if you like it or not. It's going to repair. But your opinion on whether you like it or not doesn't make any difference. However, there is something to be gained from it. Whether you're, you know, calling in a physical, emotional, or spiritual experience into your life right now, that's what you're calling in, and it's and it's attempting to help you. To- uh, till the soil and upgrade the foundation and, and life that you're living in. So you might as well be present and try to find what those opportunities uh, and pathways are for you.
1: Yeah. Just a quick side note about like how this takes place in, in physical form also. So I, I went to my rolfing session today and I was telling you that like my knee after feeling amazing in Columbia, like really, really started to hurt again in Miami mm-hmm. and Rolfing, for those that don't know, it's, it's a very specific type of deep tissue, fascia, fascia work. Part. Um, and the way, so he had actually worked on that part before. And he said that basically like that, so my knee, it's on my left knee, basically rotates in. So like it like leans in and because it leans in, then the muscle, the hamstring, has to compensate so like overcompensate to like spin it back and that's where that pain. So it's like right on the outside of the knee and he was calling it a pattern today. He's like the pattern came back. It's almost like the body right wants to release certain Mm. energy or something's going through and then the energy gets trapped and for some people it gets trapped in the neck or in the stomach, people have like irritable bowel syndrome for me, you know, like it tends to get stuck in my knees. And it's really, really interesting. So today when he called it a pattern, I was like, you know what, I got to come home and search for, for what the metaphysical stuff is around it because it's clearly something that my body is like trying to get through and for me to see and release and the knees are sure. getting something to me. Um, so I wanted to share that because, Guy knows this, but like when I was in Bogota the last night, sleeping at the hotel, something happened in my elbow and I started getting an excruciating pain in my elbow and I was so upset because it's my right hand. Tennis season's about to start when I was going to get back here. Like I couldn't, I couldn't open a door like fuck, you know, swing a racket, like couldn't open a door and I'm getting so upset and I'm noticing how upset I'm getting. And I'm just kind of like being with the part that's really sad. Like I'm going to miss out on something. I'm going to be in this pain for a long time. Like all this stuff is coming through. And then I had that same thought that you just mentioned. It's like, because I had a knee pain on my right knee a while back before. And I was like, hey, maybe my, the medicine is just upgrading. Because we had just come back from Bogota. So like I knew the medicine was still inside. I was like, maybe the medicine is just like cleaning some stuff up in there, you know, and it's just doing the work. So I let that go on day one hmm. day two actually got a lot worse. Like it got a lot worse and all the same patterns, and all the same questions, everything started coming up again. I contacted my friend who's a physical therapist and he's like, show me all these exercises. He kind of like nailed what it is. And I got all these stretchy exercises, or whatever. I wake up the next day and the pain had literally moved from this side, which is called golfer's elbow to this side which is called tennis hello. like over the night, it just went from here to here. And I woke up in the morning, I was like, I don't feel it here, but it fucking hurts here. And that's when it occurred to me, like, right, energy is always looking to move. And if a pain stays in one place over and over and over, that's one thing. But if things are starting to move, I was like, Oh, this is good. This is exactly what I thought it was. And within 24 hours of it moving to this side, it totally disappeared. Like my totally fine. I played tennis the next day, like no pain, nothing. And so I just want to bring this through because I know sometimes Mm. physical pain, we get very stuck, like, oh God, my body's broken. And we do the same thing with the emotional stuff. We do the same thing with like, we look outside the world, we look at ourselves, you know, what we've been talking about here. And then we judge it like, oh, this is broken. And then the part comes through is like, I got to fix it. It's broken. I got to fix it. I got to fix it. And instead, all I did with my elbow was just watch it. I didn't, you know, like I took steps and had conversations with people, but I wasn't, I wasn't in a place where I was just like, I mean, there were parts of me that were in a place where like freaking the fuck out, but I could just kind of stay centered and go like, you know what, this just needs to move through whatever it is. And so now, With the knee, it's actually very, very similar. And I was talking to him today about it. And he was just like, there's nothing torn in there. There's nothing ripped in there. There's like nothing broken in there, right? It's just energy is literally trapped like here. And once I allow that to be there without making it wrong, and I'm going to do some research about like what it means, maybe there's some insight there that it's trying to communicate with me. I just think like for us to remember that it's all so temporal, Nothing is here to stick forever. It will stick forever if you're the one holding it in place. But it all wants to move and it all wants to heal, and every cell in your body is constantly regenerating. So, if you come from that mindset around your body, you can also do that with the emotional stuff as well. Like, you're never going to be sad forever. You're never going to be frustrated forever. You're never going to be happy forever. It's just all this temporal game to experience all of life. And so, um, yeah, just wanted to bring that through.
0: Yeah. And what came up for me as you were sharing that is, you know, like, um, again, if you're your higher guides, higher self call, it whatever you want to probably all of it together, higher entities, it's like, they're going to use their tools at the disposal to try to get your attention. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're somebody, I can think of a lot of examples where like a, a master chef, Will lose their ability to taste, or like a musician will lose their ability to hear, or a dancer will, you know, become paralyzed, or something like that. You write you hear all these like kind of stories and then like stories of redemption of how they like figured out how to still be in their craft and enjoy it anyway. And it's almost like whatever you honor the most, you know, whether you're a kinesthetic person and your physical body is how you experience the world, then guess what? The lessons kind of come gotta get through your physical body. Like I'm a very emotional person and most of my lessons have come in through my emotions. Right. And then like at times it shows up as like a physical thing to like deal with that also. Um, but, but I think there are these different aspects in which we get our lessons, whether physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever. Um, and it really is just like, you know, what's going to, what's going to grab your attention right now. Pain for me, like it really has shifted the last few years. Um, certainly from, uh, sitting in meditation practices for long periods of time and just seeing how differently we can, experience pain that it doesn't really have to be suffering i know we we talk about that but if you haven't really truly experienced like that you can see pain in the body and not suffer about it it, it's enlightening to say the least but more than anything very surprising when when that happens um and and i guess my my point about that is just that pain is something that draws your attention It, it it makes you super present and super aware about either a point in your body or a point in your life or a point in your emotional senses. Um, and really what it wants, it doesn't want you to deal with it. It just wants you to pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I, I think I was talking to Marcy and you know, she even calls, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she said pain is paying attention in now or something like that. I'm probably paraphrasing it badly, but it's a good acronym for the word. And it really is like pay attention, you know, pay attention to what's happening right now be with it and kind of the same thing we've been saying over and over again throughout this whole um, recording, which is, you know, let your system be Um, you've been trying to manage it for a lifetime, trying to understand it, trying to figure it out, try to talk to other people, try to do all these million and one things to kind of deal with it. And the reality is the body is just a, it's like a tuning fork. It's a machine that just knows what to do. It's connected to the divine way more than the mind is in my personal opinion. And if you just kind of allow it to do its work, Without all the judgment, sit in the witness mind that we talk a lot about with our students. Um, you know, the non-judgmental mind and just observe the process. the stuff really does move through, and the lessons don't have to repeat, um, and the pain um, doesn't have to be one of suffering. And that's, that's certainly something I invite everyone to. And is the lesson over and over and over and over again with medicine? It's just just let things be. Stop, stop managing. Stop meddling. Stop interfering. Stop trying to be efficient. Stop trying to achieve just be with what's so, and then watch as the magic ensues. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Well, this was helpful. Get some processing done. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> integration
1: processing. Yeah, Holy fuck. Wow. Integration.
0: Yeah. Holy fuck. Wow. Integration is right. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to call it a day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for the uh, recommendations. I'm definitely going to look into the book and, all those people that you guys had mentioned. So thank you always. And yeah, we'll see you on the next recording. If you guys have any questions for us, anything things that you want us to cover in future episodes, we've been getting a bunch of questions recently in email. So I'm starting to collect them. So um, please, please, please send Definitely. them over. You can just send them to Elon, I L A N at Satori Prime.com. You can even private message. Me here on Facebook. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys.
0: All right, everyone. And, uh, and, and super quick reminder, uh, two days from now, obviously, if you're listening to this as a recording, uh, that won't be true. But two days from now uh, on the first, I believe, on Wednesday at noon Pacific Standard Time, we'll have our um, monthly uh, Q&A webinar that is free to uh, participate in. So if you want to come and ask us questions and get some coaching from us on any area of life that you want to break through in now, including questions on integration or anything else, please uh, join us you could go to uh, satoriprime.com backslash abundance to register for that right now. Again, satoriprime.com slash abundance. All right, my friends, thank you for being here and uh, interacting with us and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.
1: Hey, hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you to go lock in your $9 per month for life offer to join our collective. Like I said, you can even try it for free for the next 14 days. I promise if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love what we're sharing inside of the collective. Again, just head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and you can lock that price in. These are the same tools that we share with our personal one-on-one clients and those guys pay us tens of thousands of dollars to work with us. You can have them for just 9 dollars a month again satoriprime.com forward slash the collective and as always we'd love to hear your honest reviews of our show so if you head to itunes and leave us a review right now you could actually be next week's lucky winner and lastly if you do want to connect with guy and i head to facebook right now join our personal development without the fluff private group ask for permission there's a ton of amazing exclusive content there as well And you get to communicate and interact with Guy and I on an ongoing basis. So as always, thank you for your trust, your loyalty, and your listening. We do not take it for granted. We really, really appreciate it. We love you and we'll see you next time.